Welcome to Rhema for Today. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, I quoted to him. Old, all things have become new. But I want you to know that the man that was responsible for stealing that, the fellow you are talking to now is a new creature and hasn't stolen anything and is not going to. Praise God. And I knew he knew what a liar was. And so I said, the fellow you are talking to now hasn't told a lie and is not planning on it. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his classic teaching, Six Big Hindrances to Faith. You don't want to miss this powerful teaching. Also, later in this program, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, here's Brother Hagan with today's teaching. This you have to remember is 1934 uh, automobile, 1934 V8 Ford. They had running ports in those days. And I remember as we sat down there and began to talk, well, he began to talk just like he always did because he is the same old creature he was. And he began to talk about things that we did and had done. And I just sat there with a mask-like look on my face as though I, it didn't register, as though I didn't know what he was talking about, though I did know. And, and so he looked at me and said, what's the matter with you? I said, not a thing. But he said, you act like you don't even know what I'm talking about. And then he began to laugh and he pointed down to a building not too far away. And he laughed, you see, about something that happened one night. From the natural standpoint, everybody, I guess, has had some natural talent. Some folks have musical ability and some folks mechanical ability and some folks electrical ability. And Oh, I don't know. I never had any kind of a talent from the standpoint of music or mechanics or something. But I can't tell you why, but there's two things I could always do. I could always tame any kind of a wild animal and I could always open any lock. Now, I can't tell you why, just natural ability, I guess. But some way or another, locks would intrigue me, and I could, I'd always open them, you see. And now, that, I had to tell you so you'd know what he was talking about, you see. Now, I opened a few buildings just as a kid, about 13 years old. And, uh, and uh, But I wouldn't go in. See, my mama told me it's wrong steel, so I, uh, the boys went in and got a little candy. That's about all they was interested in. Of course, I helped them eat it after they got it. Of course, one reason was I was afraid of the dark anyhow, but... Uh, and then I could always pick up anything and anyone looking at me. Slide a hand, you see. And sometimes I never did just deliberately get anything. But sometimes the boys would chicken me out, you know. And they would... Uh, uh, and so they'd be watching me, you see. We'd go into a store, and six or seven of them were watching me, and we'd come out, and they'd say, well, you didn't get anything that time because all of us was watching you, the clerk was watching you, and I'd start pulling out of my pocket. You see, I had it. And I could always do that. Now, that's not too good of a talent, you see. <laughs> that is, if you misuse it wrongly. Now, I haven't, I haven't misused the talent, you see, since I've been a Christian. It does come in handy sometime if you're traveling across the country, you see, and want to get into a friend's house and spend the night. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, they don't mind, you know. <laughs> I have stopped by at some postages and opened the door and went in and left a note on the inside and said, why don't you stay home? Guess who? And then locked the door and left, you see. And they, they wondered, come home, the doors is locked, and somebody here left a note. One time we stayed all night. Didn't have any place to stay, so we just stayed all night. And wrote him a note and thanked him for the hospitality and went on. 
But you see, they were good friends, fellow pastors, and so on. Uh, but anyway, that's what he was talking about. I had to explain it to you. And the boys had gotten some candy that night, and I was responsible. I mean, they couldn't have done it without my help, assistance. And, uh, and so he just laughing about how we put that over, even while we were being watched. And so he said, uh, and I just sat there, you see, with a mask-like look on my face, and he said the second time, what's the matter with you? I said, not a thing. Well, he said, you act like you don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, if it hadn't been for you, we wouldn't even have gotten the candy. Don't you remember? And he pointed to a building about a half a block away. You remember that night, such and such a night? I said, why, Lefty, his name was Clarence. We called him Lefty, he's left-handed. I, I said, Lefty, the fellow that was with you boys that night's dead. Oh, he said, you didn't die. I know you, Kenneth Hagin, that you were sitting there on that running board. I know you nearly died, but you didn't die. Oh, I said, Lefty, I'm not talking about physical death. I said, there's a man on the inside. And the man on the inside, the real me, the real Kenneth Hagin, has become a new creature in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians 5, 17 said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, I quoted to him. Old, all things have become new. But I want you to know that the man that was responsible for stealing that, the fellow you are talking to now is a new creature and hadn't stolen anything, and it's not going to. Praise God. And I knew he knew what a liar was, and so I said, the fellow you are talking to now hasn't told a lie, and is not planning on it. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I have been born again. That old man's gone. Praise God. I'm a new man. And I remember he got up off of that car, running board, you know, and walked two or three steps and turned around and looked at me like he thought I was a nut. <laughs> and he walked two or three more steps and looked at me, and I sat there just laughing, you know. And finally he walked around the corner of the building, and after he got around, he peeped back around the corner. <laughs> He thought there's something wrong with me, and thank God there was. <laughs> I'd just been born again. I'd just been made a new creature in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Many, my friends, number two, the second hindrance, is a lack of understanding of our place in Christ and Christ's place in our life. I suggest to folks everywhere, for they ask me about studying the Bible, well, there are many ways to study. I'm thoroughly convinced that we need to read the Bible, generally speaking, and, and gain a general knowledge. But I believe that we need to do some definite studying along certain lines. And I suggest to folks to do this. Go through the New Testament, particularly the epistles, and find the expressions. Take a red pencil and underline them. Take a piece of paper and write the text down. That, that is, write the entire verse down. What you write down, you can remember better. And, and you'll find these expressions, such expressions as this, in Christ, in whom, and in him. And you'll find such expressions as that occurs 133 or 134 times in the New Testament. Now, the reason I said 133, 134, I use a couple that doesn't have the expression in Christ, in him or in whom, but it does infer what we have in him. For instance, I use uh, uh, 1 John 4, 4, said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That's something that we have because we're Christian, the greater one in us. Praise God. And then the other one I use to make 134 is Colossians 1, 13. 
speaking of the Father, God said, Who hath redeemed us, or who hath delivered us? Now, the previous verse tells us that it was God that planned this, planned a redemption. Jesus carried it out. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, from the authority of darkness? He hath delivered us from Satan's dominion, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Praise God. And so I use that verse. Now then, if you'll go through the, the New Testament, some time ago a man who uh, was worked for the Shell uh, refinery in Houston, and they were on strike, and so he said to me when I suggested it there in a day service, he began to do it. It wasn't working. And he said to me after a couple of weeks or so, I read through, said, you're exactly right. It's exactly 134 by using those two. Amen. But now listen. Just to read them won't help you. But if you'll do this, if when you read these texts about what I am in Christ, in him, in whom, and then we'll begin to confess or to say, this is who I am, this is what I have, you'll find right away life will be different for you. I know I was preaching one place and I suggested this as I do everywhere. The pastor, uh, I, I remember, was talking to me about a lady in his church. Now, actually, she was a graduate of one of our very best full gospel Bible schools. And she was not a minister, but she had studied Christian education. And then after she had graduated from a full gospel Bible school, she would went to a Bible, a Baptist seminary, and had received a, a degree or two in further her education, in Christian education. Now, she was a married lady, her husband had a job, and so she did not accept any remuneration uh, except a little expenses, a little expense money to buy gasoline to carry on some work that she carried on. But she was Christian education director of this church. They ran through, well, between three and four hundred in Sunday school. And she was Christian educational director, you see, of the church, serving free of charge. I think they gave her about $25 a week for expenses because she did a lot of visits. In fact, every day was visiting folks. And so uh, I remember this, that this pastor said to me, that's one of the, uh, the most outstanding Christian women, or workers, man or woman, that I've ever known of in my life. And yet I remember after being in that church for revival a month later, I preached a fellowship meeting on a Monday night in that area. And I remember this lady came to me and said, Brother Hagin, I've been very busy, but I've followed your suggestion. And in these past twenty, in this past month, I've found twenty-five of those scriptures. Now I've written every single one of them out. I mean, written the entire text. You see, not just the the uh, where it's found, but the quotation. And I have begun to confess or to say to myself and to the devil and to my husband and to my children. And anyone else who listens, this is who I am, this is what I have. You are listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer, the limited edition Kenneth E. Hagan Legacy Bible. It contains a collection of 26 lessons on faith bound in beautiful black genuine leather. 
It features the King James text, a concordance, and a harmony of the four Gospels offered for a special introductory price of $129.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We've got Winter Bible Seminar coming. Wow, I'm so excited about oh, it. Oh, it is going to be. We have services 830, 930, 1030, and 740 nightly on, uh, 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 actually, that's Monday through, through Friday. Friday. Uh-huh. Now, on Sunday, we start at 6 p.m. Sunday that's night. Right. It actually starts 6 p.m. Sunday night. I will be doing the night services. She will be doing, Miss Lynette will be doing the 1030 a.m. services. And then uh, one of our instructors or one of our, one of our people from one of our Raymond schools overseas will be doing the 830 mm-hmm. and 930. And I know Denise, uh, our daughter Denise and our son Craig, will, they each have a, a 930 session, session that yes. they'll do. I don't know what day they're going. But if you go to the uh, to org and you can find all the information there. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And if you want hotel information or hey, hey, make plans to come be with it. It is a great, great time. February eighteen through twenty three. And my dad used to say, if you miss it, you're going to miss half of your life. And many of you that are watching this (laughs) have heard him say that many, many, many times. So make sure that uh, you make plans right now. Hey, you can go online and register. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Six Big Hindrances to Faith, here on Rama for Today Radio with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.